1: welcome to the sift spoil for a wrinkle in time not just wrinkle in time silly people don't forget your articles a wrinkle in time we're gonna go into uh, depth and we're not gonna worry about spoiling it if you haven't seen the movie uh, go away now Uh, we don't want to mess it up for you plus we're just gonna jump around I I actually don't know that I I don't have a lot to talk about in spoilers in this movie There's a couple things I want to hit on. Yeah, let's hit. Let's just hit on a couple things, and we'll just it'll go as long as it needs to go. So, okay, uh, the kid
2: that just randomly shows up and joins them, you know, the friend. Yeah, the friend. Like, oh, something told me she'd come over here, and who? Who was that kid? And he becomes, like, a prominent character throughout the entire movie. And I'm like, who
1: is this person? We needed a little bit more. Yeah. They Dunkirked us.
2: Yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, they Dunkirked us hard. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about is the beginning of this movie hits you over the head so much with the fact that the dad is gone. Like, I get it. Mm. The, The teachers talk about it. The kids at school talk about it. The mom talks about it. I'm like... You don't need to continuously. And there's even a news, uh,
1: uh, a news, news bulletin. A news yeah. bulletin. Yeah.
2: Says he's still gone. <laughs> like they don't. They don't do updates on news for people that are still gone. That doesn't happen.
1: You're right. That doesn't happen. Uh. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. <laughs> Unless it's like super local local news, yeah. which it might. You know. You think if somebody in Springfield had disappeared mysteriously, they'd talk about it on the news for sure. Not four years later, like, oh, guess who's still gone? This is the anniversary of the disappearance of, eh, maybe. I don't know. You're probably right. Um, I think there is some character development that happens in those times that they're mentioning it. Like, there's there's different things that we're supposed to be. I think this is the idea. We're supposed to be learning about her or her brother or who, who, her mom who's, What's her brother's or,
2: name? I don't remember.
1: <laughs> the CW. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Charles Wallace. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: So, I... I think I, think I know what they were going for, but you're right. It does feel like a little bit much yeah, uh, is going on.
2: keep bashing me over the head with it. And then those teachers talking about it, you know, like to each other while Charles Wallace is listening. Right. Like, yeah, those kids are really gone after their father disappeared. Like, the dialogue
1: is so bad in this movie. It's very basic, very, very forward. Um, Apparently that
2: kid likes her hair.
1: The kid likes her hair? What?
2: Did you not continue? That kid... Uh, the random kid that showed up—he just kept telling Stormy Reed. Oh yeah, I yeah, like your yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like your
1: hair. Like, I thought we were still in that scene with Charles Wallace. So I was. Oh, Charles was to... Wallace is in every scene. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that scene is is supposed to, I think, be helping us understand Charles Wallace's reaction and his need to defend and and those kind of things. So
2: I don't understand why he is special, like so special to the great point. point. No, that's a great point. So special to the point that beings from outside of our galaxy and you know can travel across the universe find him so unique
1: no that's a great point i don't think the movie does enough to sell that it doesn't do enough to give him that authority in our eyes um yeah no you're absolutely right
2: do they hint on that at all in the book yes because okay so they talk about because like i I said i haven't read the book they go
1: a little more in depth about you know kind of his connection and just his importance um but you know, it's just movies are different than books too. Sometimes movies need more character development than books do. Yeah, uh, in some ways.
2: Well, you know, with books you can, you know, you get into the mind of the character. Exactly. So that's why it's easier to understand. Exactly. exactly. And also, uh, like a, uh, there are parts of this movie I'm like, that's not how people react and stuff. Like a, uh, as good as Gugu raws performance was, mm-hmm. but whenever um, was it Reese Witherspoon shows up and yes, and you're like uh there's a stranger in your house and you're letting your kids just walk around and talk to this person. You're not calling the cops. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm jumping ahead as I know I brought that point up, but something else just popped in my head and it was one of the most infuriating, infuriating parts of the movie for me. Okay. Do it. I hated when Chris Pine was willing to leave Charles Wallace behind.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Like, so you're saying to all the adopted children out there, I'm willing to leave you behind for the sake of my biological child. Right. And I'm like, what is this movie telling me right now? He's like, we can't save him. And she's like, but he's my brother. I'm like, no, I, I can't lose both of my children. but I'll, So I'll leave the one that I don't know really because he's not blood related to me. I'm like, what is this? Disney.
1: Yeah.
2: Don't do this. It, it was so infuriating to me.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. Is that in the book? Uh, I don't remember, if okay. I'm honest. It has been a while since I've read the book, so okay. I'm not I'm not going to be able to to give you too many details. But, All right. But, but that
2: part and then the the Mbatha Ra, you know, like there's a stranger in my house, like why am I just talking to this random person?
1: Yeah. I think the um the scene I was talking about where the pop song starts is the scene where she's walking on the invisible stairs,
2: which was a cool scene. It was a
1: very cool scene. Yeah. Um and You know, possibly my favorite part of the movie uh, was them figuring that out, and her, you know, being able to go uh, get him, and then his reaction, his transformation was interesting to me. um, To evil Charles Wallace, Um, you know, it it wasn't necessarily completely uh, fleshed out, so to speak. All you have to
2: do, apparently, is just. Show them the Fibonacci sequence. Oh, yes. that wasn't the Fibonacci sequence, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that'll make you evil. Yes, he so,
1: programs you. Yeah. All the kids bouncing the balls.
2: Yeah. And Michael Pena on a beach.
1: Uh huh.
2: Oh, okay. The kids with the balls—that might be my favorite scene in the that was entire. Cool, right? It was just creepy. It yeah. reminded me That's of in this- the book. It was It, uh-huh. it reminded me of this uh, uh video game that I used to play called Fallout, and there was a scene where it takes you back to like that 1950s cul-de-sac, you mm-hmm. know, and It was just really creepy and unsettling, and I think that's why I liked it so much. Yeah. Uh, The scene where they're on that Garden of Eden planet, you know, and then Reese Witherspoon turns into a flying leaf monster, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden Stormy Reed's like, oh, yeah, we can fly. Like, how do you know that? (laughs) You don't know that. You don't know that, kid. And apparently she was wrong because Random Boy fell, and then...
1: Random Boy.
2: I don't know his name. (laughs) That's what the more I'm thinking about, it, the more I r- am realizing I really didn't like this movie, yeah, like the more I think about
1: it, the more I dislike it. No, that's good. It's good to get into spoilers and and really know how you feel. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give this movie the benefit of the doubt, but now, nope, <sighs> no more doubting benefit. yeah,
2: it's still not my least favorite movie of the year, which would be Red Sparrow,
1: yeah, so yeah, I had somebody defending Red Sparrow on Twitter. The other day, you saw that. I think he tagged you in on that. Did he? I think so. I haven't been on Twitter
2: in a hot minute. No, no, no. It's fine. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, he said something about, and we could because I really don't have any other spoilers I want to talk about with. Um. There's really nothing. So a little little bonus Red Sparrow talk. He said something about um the that we seem to have an issue with a more adult movies and that we that it's um. You know that that it's not just because something is shown doesn't mean it's an endorsing. You know what's shown or whatever. I hope so, people
2: don't think that that's what I thought the movie was trying to say. I hope no, they, I don't think so. I
1: just okay. I just think he enjoyed the movie and he was he was defending it a little bit. You should okay. you should read what he said. Okay, yeah, um,
2: yeah. I'm not endorsing. No, I know he was saying that the movie's trying to you know empower you know, but I, I just it felt too dirty for me yeah
1: yeah no totally um and i think there are plenty of examples of more adult oriented movies that we have loved um on SIF pop
2: requiem for a dream
1: um so yeah he mentioned requiem for a dream as if we didn't like requiem for a dream. i don't i don't I know love
2: requiem for a Dream. yeah anyways
1: so um i thought i'd, I'd bring that up but okay. um there's i bring it up also to say i tweeted if you find the tweet um conversation uh Uh, that there was a great conversation about it on the Slash Filmcast. And uh, Christy Puchko, who I really love, who's joined kind of their podcast, had some really incredible things to say about it, similar to what we were saying about exploitation and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so she popped in and put a link to actually her written article on it too. So if you go check that out, that'll kind of give you more of an idea of where we're coming from with this. And also from a female perspective, which I think is important as well. So... Uh, You can check that out. So there you go.
2: Uh, I just thought of one more thing, actually, for this. Yeah, let's do it. So um, you know how in the podcast proper I talked about how I was not a fan of them trying to make things, you know, uh, insane and, you know, different just for the sake of insane and being different? A couple of examples of that are Reese Witherspoon being like, Oh, the flowers! I can talk to them. I speak color, you know. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, uh, or the one that really got to me was why is Mindy Cowling only talking in quotes? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's you don't evolve. Like she's evolved past using her own words to only using other. Like that's not how it works. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't remember if that's a book thing or not. So that may that may be the source material. If it's, but...
2: if it's a book thing, it's still dumb. <laughs> Uh, it got annoying. And then Zach Galifianakis was a throwaway, like the yeah, entire sure. scene. Yeah. Like him being a balancing y- yogi, you know, just... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think the longer we let this go, the more Andrew is going to hate this movie. Ah! So we should stop it before he gives it an F.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm still going to stick with a C- minus just right. because of how beautiful the movie is. Yeah. And I love the fact that... Here's another pro... I, I can only talk about in spoilers. I love the fact that whenever they get to, was it Kamazots was the evil planet?
1: That sounds right.
2: Okay. I love how it just wasn't always dark and brooding. There was even color and vibrancy there is that the evil was hidden in that vibrancy. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was really cool that they didn't just go with the, you know, copy paste, evil, dark, gloomy place. Like, right. You know, there's there's evil in the subtleties as well. And I like that.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. That's a, that's a good place to end it. Um, so yeah, still wouldn't necessarily recommend it, nope. but, um, I don't know. Maybe it's interesting for kids. I don't know. I'm not one anymore. I hope kids like it. It's been a long time since I've been one. Unfortunately, I try uh, to keep, I, I wanna... try to keep my child childish, you know, you nature. should go to
2: Toys R Us because if you don't want to grow up, just be a Toys R Us kid.
1: You would think I was a child by looking at my wall.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like you Pixar got a lot of stuff. Pixar
1: stuff. <laughs> all the, all the animated movie stuff. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, there's your sip spoil for, a Wrinkle in Time, <laughs> singular, not a bunch of wrinkles in time.
2: But there were a bunch of wrinkles in time. That's right.
1: Yeah. There's there's your SIF Spoil review for all the wrinkles in time. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be back next week to do uh, spoilers on Tomb Raider. Woo. So we'll catch you then.
0: Bye. Peace out